Have you ever wondered what the words fight on really mean? Well, USC Trojan defensive lineman Rush End Solomon Tuliao Pupu, he could write a senior thesis on the subject. Pay attention. That's what's coming up next on Locked On USC. You are Locked On Trojans, your daily podcast on the USC Trojans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Fight on, everyone. I'm your host, Mark Hulkin, and thanks for making Locked On USC your first listen every day. Whether you are watching on YouTube or wherever you download your podcast, we are free. And thanks for coming along for the ride. I truly appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that red subscribe button. Thank you so much. It means a lot. And if you're just hearing the voice, you like listening via the podcast, you can also follow me at Twitter, on Twitter at Mark Culkin, M-A-R-C-K-U-L-K-I-N. So, all right, it's Friday, and it's late. I'm letting you know I'm, it's late. And we're going to keep the show short and sweet, but it's it's going to have some, uh, I think it's going to have some good content for you. Head you lead you right into uh, the, to the game with uh, USC versus Arizona State this weekend, 7.30 p.m. kickoff at the Coliseum. All right, so the, the hardest job a head coach can have and I coached high school basketball for a minute or two. Uh, it was literally for a minute, but it was probably my most rewarding experience in life. And uh, I'll go into that another time. However, uh, the hardest job is when you have to take, you know, a player aside and, and have that heartfelt come into my office. We need to have a conversation talk. And you know, I've always been of that I, I always believe in honesty is the best policy. Just be upfront, rip the bandaid off. Um, because you know what? Sometimes you look, this isn't like you have to tell your girlfriend or your wife, you know, if she asks, Hey, do I look uh, fat in this outfit? You, you, you kind of diagnose the temperature in the room and you can tell whether or not you, how you should respond to that. This is a little different. Um, Having to tell a young man who has a dream that, you know, it's kind of time to wake up, you know, that sucks. It's not a fun conversation. Um, but, you know, it's not easy. It's, it's something that uh, it's, it's something that a coach, head coach has to do. Uh, I did it at a different level, much different than Lincoln Riley. Uh, it's not where I, you know, in high school, I, I I took. I was the head freshman coach and the assistant at the varsity level. Um, I will tell a tell a really quick story about this. Uh, when I took over the freshman team, uh, the, the varsity coach said, "Hey, Mark, go take over. Those guys are just clutching around out there. They had lost their first three or four games of the season." I went in there. Uh, I kind of had the uh, coach Bobby Knight approach, my way or get the hell out of the uh, out of the gym approach. And it worked. We got to the championship game. Uh, we did lose. I took full responsibility for that loss. Uh, too many technicals. Anyways, um, very rewarding experience. But I also had to have some of those, you know, 
heart-to-heart talks with the best players. I kicked the best player out of practice one time. And I I wasn't going to let him back on the team unless the team, uh, you know, accepted his apology. Because the young man thought that his way was the only way and that his father wanted him to do things a certain way. His father wasn't the coach. Anyhow, so again, life isn't always fair and it isn't easy. And in the case of Solomon Tuliapupu, uh, it definitely hasn't been easy or fair. If you're not familiar with his story, uh, you should be. Uh, the young man has been nothing but the determination. Like I said, the words fight on, you, you need to go look up a story of, of Solo, Solomon Tuliapupu. Solomon Tuleal-Pupu out of Modern Day High School at and who was at USC now for his fifth year, 2026 year. Anyways, um, when Lincoln Riley took over the the program, made no bones about it. He was going to change the roster up, and he has. And one of the things he wanted to do was he wanted to clear dead weight, and he had no plans for Solo. He knew that what he had gone through, he had actually recruited him uh, to go to Oklahoma, but he also was aware of his injury situation. And so today, um, after the team had practice, the media met with uh, with Lincoln via Zoom, and the very first question came up was about Solo. So it was... I have a feeling there's going to be a, a nice story in the uh, in the tomorrow's OC register if you have the ability to, to get that, check it out. Anyhow, uh, Lincoln Riley said, honestly, I tested him pretty early when I first got here. Uh, I basically gave him every out possible to leave the program. Uh, Lincoln was making no bones about it. He, like I mentioned, he needed to make every spot available. And if it was up to him, initially... He didn't want solo. He had no 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 place for him. And uh, solo like, well, no, I don't accept that. <laughs> um, and again, uh, they had an, uh, a relationship going back to to their recruiting days. So uh, Lincoln acknowledged, you know, everything that solo had been through, those the injuries. Um, because of that. He had more to prove, and Lincoln told, said that uh, I was interested to see where he would be at physically, and that uh, maybe more importantly, where would he be at mentally? Uh, when we came in, I mean, you go through that much. You just never know exactly how a guy is going to handle it. So as I said, so I was like, well, no, I'm not leaving. I put too much blood, sweat, and tears into this. Um Going to USC has always been my dream. I'm not going to leave that easily. So, um, again, Riley was pretty direct with with Solo and talking about his future. He had that, I'm just going to say that, come to Jesus talk, for for lack of better terms, lack of better phrasing. He said, quote, the only way he's going to have a shot with all that we're changing and all that he's gone through He's got to be dying to be here, right? Riley said, and his motivation level has to be 100 out of 100 or this won't work. And so I gave him every out. Well, um, 
again. So it was like, all right, that's just another challenge. I've had a few surgeries since I've been here, a couple of foot, you know, I've had a knee injury. What else, you know, what else are you going to throw at me that I haven't already, you know, accomplished or conquered on my own? Um, and so it ended up that Solo would end up calling Coach Riley and said, you know, he was just insistent that this was the right move. And then Solo got a vote of confidence um, from his former high school coach at modern day, Bruce Rawlinson. And uh, basically, Riley told Solo, you got the spring to prove who you are, what you can do. And at the, <clears throat> at the end, I was like, all right, we'll see how his body holds up. But man, you can't question his determination. Um, how bad... How bad not only does he want to play football, but he wants to play football at USC. So, you know, again, Riley gave him spring camp, 15 practices, and, you know, the, the scrimmages and the huddle, everything, everything that was involved. As you can see, it's worked out. Um, so it was still a part of the team. He's played in all four games so far. Uh, he's played, he played a career high 21 snaps at Stanford and he has four tackles and half a sack and everybody just rallies around him. So, uh, you know, the last quote that Riley had uh, today, uh, his motivation level has been off the charts. He's been a great teammate. I think the position change has really been a great thing for him. And I'm just as proud of him as anybody on our roster right now. It's pretty cool to see. It's pretty cool to see him making the impact for us. So there you go. Um, no matter what happens. Uh, and again, Solo has, if you know his history, he was like, he was the puck of someone award winner in high school as the top linebacker in, in the country in high school. And when he arrived at USC, he, you know, he had, couple foot injuries, surgeries, knee injury. And in 2021, you know, I think he played one snap and it was on a punt return. And that was it. And now this year, look what he's doing. So it's a really good feel good story. And uh, I'm glad that uh, he's being highlighted. So I wanted to bring that story too. If you really want to get some, a really well-written story about it, head on over to wrsc.com. Eric McKinney really encapsulates uh, the whole essence of this morning's Zoom session with Lincoln talking about it. I just wanted to give you the highlights. But uh, Eric is a really good writer, and he, uh, he puts a, a really nice bow on the whole thing for us. So...
So I do apologize about that. Hopefully uh, that dead air didn't kill too much for you. I just have a bad internet connection here. So please bear with me. We are going to get to this ad here right now because that's what we do. Okay, so head on over to Underdog. They are it's much easier to use than the internet that I'm using right now. <laughs> Underdog Fantasy. Uh, they are really easy to use. You can go there to the website, and you can do these prop bets. You can you, you can pick like out Solo will have more tackles than. Uh, at a certain point in the game, your team will have this many points at halftime. Um, it, it's, again, over-under type of stuff. So it's real easy to play and available in over 30 states. You can just pick between two and five players across any team, not just your team, and decide if they will finish higher or lower. It's one of the easiest fantasy play-to-games out there, and you can win cold, hard cash in a single game. So how you do this? Sign up with the promo code locked on. That's one word, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Deposit $100, they're going to give you $100 for free. Go to underdogfantasy.com or find the Underdog Fantasy app in the App Store or the Google Play Store. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy promo code locked on, one word. Get in on the college football pick'em action today. So, again, head on over there. And, uh, you know, is Caleb Williams going to have over 250 yards or under 250 yards passing? You get to go figure that out. Again, it's much easier to use. And I apologize for the real sloppy show. Uh, check in on that internet connection. So I'm going to answer a few questions here from my viewers and listeners. One of the, you know, I brought it up on the episode yesterday. Uh, so the question was, was Lincoln Riley out coach or is he still holding back uh, till the middle of the season? You know, there's a, I, I, I understand the question, um, but four games in, uh, I don't think there is any middle of the season. You know, you're a third of the way done. And especially in conference, there's really nothing to hold back. So I doubt that. Um, I Look, I would have loved to, and definitely not in that Oregon State game, because Oregon State defensively threw the kitchen sink at them. So I would have loved to have seen, you know, maybe a few more colorful plays, a little more trickeration, uh, using some of that speed, Rayleigh Brown. Uh, they got a lot of players. And... But if you know if you don't prepare for it, if you don't do that during the week, uh, it's probably not a good idea to just go out there and, and wing it, try and make that happen. So um, I don't think he's holding anything back. No, I do think you can only run plays that you're comfortable doing. And if you remember earlier in the week, I mentioned the offensive line is dinged up. I'm going to state it again. I anticipate seeing a new starter this week. And that has nothing to do with left tackle position. I haven't been in practice. I could be wrong, uh, but I would be shocked. I just don't think it would be necessary. 
Nevertheless, we'll find out together on Saturday night, 7.30. All right, next question. Um, how does Caleb Williams stack up against the other high-profile quarterbacks during their first 12 starts? Um, I'd love to see a comparison. That question stems from uh, yesterday's episode. I talked about uh, Caleb Williams, his poor game at Oregon State, and how he's had some poor games against uh, really good defenses going back to his last three games at Oklahoma as a freshman. So I did a little research. Um, Because Caleb Williams, you know, he has struggled in some big games. He was, uh, he lost two of them as a freshman on the road. And he won on the, you know, so far this year, he's 4-0, even though he did struggle against Oregon State. It's okay, we can call that out. Um, it is what it is. So Bryce Young, as a freshman, he saw spot duty. I think he played in seven games. Uh, and then we know what he did last year as a sophomore. He already owns the Heisman Trophy. Not bad, right? C.J. Stroud, uh, Stroud uh, who USC recruited, actually USC recruited both Southern California quarterbacks, but uh, USC was in a different place then. In CJ's first 12 games as a freshman, uh, he was not bad. <laughs> We're going to say 72% completion percentage and 44 touchdowns, six interceptions. And he's favored to win the Heisman this year. Yeah. There you go. So I guess, uh, you know, if you want to stack Caleb up against those two guys, uh, he's trending in the right way, in the in the right direction. So we'll see how it plays out. Hope, hope that answers your question. <clears throat> um, ASU players can see this game as a tryout for next year for Coach Lincoln Riley. So you know what? Not only is that funny, uh, but it's actually true. It's accurate, and it's not. This just doesn't apply to Arizona State. Uh, I write about this. I have written about this often over there on WeRSC.com. Uh, I really feel this is going to be the new direction and how rosters are, are put together in college football. It's going to be very much like the NFL. Uh, I anticipate seeing that transfer portal playing a significant role um, in putting together rosters. Uh, you, you've seen how USC has been with it so far. Pretty successful. I don't see why they would stop going forward. Um, it's just, it's the nature of the beast. You still.
tackles. <laughs> I apologize about that. Again, Solo, going to get a sack, five tackles. Thule, he always has a big game, so that goes without saying. Eric Gentry, is he going to uh, have a big game against his former team? Or is this, as in his own words, just another game? Kalen Bullock, where you been, man? You had an interception in game one. I know you've been dinged up. I think he has a bounce-back game. Final score, USC 59, Arizona State 24. All right, we're done here on Locked on USC for this week. I apologize for the show. Um, hopefully you enjoy it, and uh, we'll make it better next week. Until then, everyone, fight on. <laughs>